Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. Drogi. This week, Criminal Enterprises 101 by Casey Osborne. Timing is everything. A phrase so honest a damn true caveman probably wrote it in stone. Those dudes evolved to outwit their enemies. Survival of the fittest. That's Criminal Enterprises 101. I wait in the shadow of Synexocorp Tower, the dirty glow of holiday lights spilling across the pavement. My backpack brims with ill-gotten loot. Ms. Grinch, that's me. This hall is going to buy me a one-way ticket on Tropic Transport, headed somewhere with palm trees and fruity drinks and cabana boys. I draw the string on my pack and the bag sucks closed with a squeak. I study the sky. According to the shipping manifest I hacked, a megadrone is due to pass overhead any second, conveniently blocking both light and the security creepy-crawlies that zip through the city air. Clean getaway. All goes to plan at first. The drone navigates its massive cargo through the skyscraper maze of downtown, occasionally detouring to drop shipping containers onto rooftops. It's dipping low now, aiming the next drop for the top level of the Synexacorp parking structure next door. The shadow falls over me, and I run across to the alley where my bike is stashed. A full pack is terrible for balance, but I manage. Before the Megadrone clears city center, I've escaped under its cover. Home safe. I hang my bike on the charging rack mounted on the side of my 10 by 40 a half-wide is all I can afford, and hurry inside to tally my take. Petty cash boxes, gold desk doodads, and gifts taken from under the Synexacorp lobby holiday tree. I'd gone straight for six months, long enough to land a custodial job at the company. Stayed straight long enough to learn two things. How much I despise the better-than-everybody types, and how to get inside the tower after hours. I pick up a gift, sparkly paper shedding glitter all over my floor. I've almost got the wrapping off when something beeps. Insistent like a dump truck shifted into reverse, it's coming from my unopened pile of loot. A four-inch black metal cube is making the noise. It was on the CEO's desk and I took it because it looked expensive, and its fingerprint lock provided a challenge I was eager to dig into. I let the glittery package fall to the floor. As the beeping gets angrier, I realize my middle finger to Mr. Synexacorp is going to get me busted. Or killed. I'd bet my left baby toe the box has a tracker inside. No time to bribe my way onto a maglev train heading west. I need to run fast only what you can carry. I shove the unopened cash boxes into my pack and toss the essentials on top. Liquid rations, change of clothes, burner cell. A cavernous buzz like a swarm of rat-sized bees nears my half-wide, drowning out the beep. Our ride is here, I say to the black box sitting next to my pack. It doesn't answer. The buzz is hovering now right over my trailer. My molars rattle with its force. I clench my teeth against it. A surge of terror has me grabbing my bag and running for the door. A deafening boom from the roof knocks me to the floor. The buzzing is replaced by a crackle of static. Parolee RD-152, 
You are under arrest. Enacting safety lockdown protocol. Brace for liftoff. I wrench the door handle and pound at my windows, but I'm tinned in like a sardine. The half-wide lifts into the air with a groan as my utility pipes and electrical wires rip from the ground. I stumble, gripping the kitchen counter. My haphazard tower of food-encrusted dishes crashes to the floor. Think fast. If I'm caught, I'm done for. I'll be sent to the stacks, piled stories high in my trailer-turned-prison, alongside and on top of countless others awaiting trial or serving sentences. Moldering rations delivered by drone. No human contact except the few words I can yell through thick metal walls to my fellow criminals. I've won bargaining chip. Synexocorp is going to great lengths to retrieve this box. That makes them vulnerable, gives me a fingernail's edge. I need to figure out what's inside. Steadying myself against the airborne lurch and swoop of drone travel, I bang the box against the concrete counter. It remains pristine despite the rage I inflict upon it. New plan. Get rid of the evidence. I stagger to the toilet and depress the flush valve, estimating the size of the opening. It just might fit. I chuck the box into the toilet bowl and stomp down with everything I've got. The box inches downward. The cheap plastic innards of the toilet crack, but the box is like new. I stomp harder. Something whistles. Air getting in. My fry boot pistons faster. I break through and stumble forward, half in the toilet. I extract my leg, tearing my jeans. The waste tube connecting my septic is gone, along with the black box, tumbling out the ragged hole. We must be fifty feet in the air, flying fast toward doom. I swallow a surge of bile. Phase one, ditch the box, is complete, but I need to keep myself together for phase two, escape. I yank the demolished toilet out, Toss it aside. The outdated commode was a patch job I'd hired a plumber to retrofit. He blowtorched a hole in the side of my trailer for the pipes and covered it with a square of plywood. Crap job, I thought at the time. If the dude was here now, I'd kiss him. The cheap wood is just me-sized enough to save my life. I kick at my escape route until it splinters free, falling earthward. Now's the tricky part. I grab my hover vest out of the closet, my pack from the floor, and shimmy out of the hole. Fumbling for the rungs on the outside of my trailer, muscles straining, I pull myself out and climb up. Maneuvering around the two transport drones leached onto my roof, I curse them. Now I'll never be able to hire Tropic Transport to whisk this old tin can to greener pastures. Wouldn't have looked half bad perched on the pink sands of Bermuda. No time. Vest on and precious pack cradled like a newborn, I crawl toward the front of the roof. Fighting wind... My bike's still in its charge rack, hooked to the side of the trailer. I haul it up with my free hand. Not much charge has accumulated since my earlier mischief, but I can go old school. I get on the bike, stomach churning. Hover vest on. Twin propellers flip open on each shoulder, revving up. I pedal slowly toward the edge of the roof, waiting for the lift that means the vest is fully engaged. Do or die. Survival of the fittest. Timing is everything. My front wheel leaves the edge as the lift comes. After a nauseating dip, the vest recovers, and I buzz through the air. It won't keep all this weight airborne for long. My thigh muscles ache as they clench around the bike. Propellers groaning, I leave my half-wide behind, heartbeat slowing with each breath of free air. On the ground, miles behind me, police flashers converge in a grassy field. They followed the same tracker that led the drones to me.
That's your ride, not mine. I yell over my shoulder at the black box, invisible in the grass. I smile, aiming my hover vest toward freedom. This has been Criminal Enterprises 101. Written by Casey Osborne. Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C.B.D.R.O.E. G-E. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>